Love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. What lies do you believe about love? I'm Zara Hairston, an author, relationship, and mindset coach who helps those mistreated and struggling with toxic attachments to set boundaries in unhealthy areas so they can maintain their personalized emotional growth goals. Welcome to my podcast, What Kind of Love Is This?, where I uncover common deceptions that lead us to accept what isn't even love. Brought to you by ZaraHairston.com. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling or therapy. It is intended for informational purposes only. Hey, True Tribe. Did you live in love in the whole truth and nothing but the truth since we last talked? Welcome back to a new week where you can find motivation to move forward stronger or try again if that was not the case since the last episode. Because I believe when we walk in the truth, we can all get free from toxic. Real quick, before we debunk the lie for today, I have launched e coach me live chat sessions for truth tribe patrons as a perk to show my appreciation for your support with e coach me live chat sessions you can get a little heavy off of your heart by chatting with me a trained ear live about any non-urgent issue at absolutely no cost because you are a truth tribe patron as always the links are in the description if that sounds like something that you need or would like the opportunity to utilize as an awesome awesome resource that i'm so 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 happy to bring to you But anyway, now, the lie we're going to deal with today is feelings are false. And by the time you finish this episode, I hope you realize that while feelings may not always be fact or fiction, they are often important signals because what we feel springs from what we think. So a negative feeling means a certain thought needs our attention. Therefore, if we deny what we feel, we put ourselves at risk of unresolved problems. Even Yah wants us to recognize the importance of this. The importance of understanding that if we deny what we feel, we put ourselves at risk of unresolved problems. Mishlai or Proverbs chapter 4, 23 in the Sefer version says, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. That includes keeping our hearts from hurting others as well as getting hurt by others. There are some things you can do to prevent that. 
you can't always prevent your heart from getting hurt by others. But there are some things, if you pay attention to the signals and you don't deny them, that will allow you to keep your heart from hurting others and getting hurt by others. Because there's certain things that it will show you, like the way y'all done wired this body, when you walk in in truth and wholeness, it'll show you some things. It'll prevent you from getting tangled up in some things that include hurting others as well as getting hurt by others. Also from being corrupted by sin as well as disturbed by troubles. And again, since what we feel springs from what we think a negative feeling means a certain thought needs our attention so we do not want to constantly deny what we feel or else we put ourselves at risk of unresolved problems one way we can keep our heart with all diligence so a bunch of unresolved problems don't spring forth from it is by acknowledging our feelings especially when they are negative what do i mean well let's go through a few examples of some common feelings that signal something needs attention And if you like these examples and you want them as reminders, you can check out my Instagram or my website for the slideshow, as well as a PDF that you can download. Also linked in the description to this episode. All right, so let's talk about some examples of feelings that signal there's something that needs some attention. Trauma in childhood is so common. We often don't realize it's the very thing destroying who we are as adults. To move past it, we have to go back to where it began. It came to pass, book one, in the beginning. Visit itcametopass.com for more information. That's it came the number two, pass.com. And I shared this slideshow on Instagram. I titled the slideshow five red flag feelings and what they show we are missing. But in this episode, we're going to go a little bit deeper into them. So one example is feeling stress. I feel stress that can signal that our self-care needs some attention. We're missing self-care. Because when we feel stress, typically we are not balancing our life, our relationships, our schedule. Something is off balance. So when we deny that we feel stress and we say, no, I don't, I'm good. I don't feel stress, I'm fine. We're actually denying our self-care and denying that feeling. You see how that works? You see how you have a feeling and if you just deny it, how it creates more problems to spring forth out of your heart because you denied it. So when we feel stress, that is a signal. Y'all has wired our body 
to give us certain signals when something needs attention. And like we already talked about, a feeling is just an expression of a thought that we're already having. So if we constantly deny feelings, we're constantly denying a thought that needs our attention, that needs some correction, that needs some care, that needs some nurture, that needs uh, maybe possibly to be cast down. Like Yah says, to cast down vain imaginations. Whatever it is, if it's a negative feeling and we deny it, 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 it kind of like it, it's like pent up aggression. It just builds and builds and builds and builds and builds. And then you wonder why some people just pop or they just explode. It seemed like, it seems like they came from nowhere, but it really actually came from denying feelings which is why it's so important to often acknowledge them and correct them if they need some correction. So we talked about one feeling being stress. We feel stress and we don't want to deny that feeling because that feeling of stress means something needs attention. And the thought connected to that may be, I don't need nobody's help. I got this. I got to do everything by myself. I can't delegate. I can't let nobody help me. I got to do. And in some situations, um, you know, maybe there isn't the right help around you. You know, sometimes it's better not to get help from certain people. I feel you. But then that may mean that you have to cut some stuff off of your schedule. You just have to. That there are some things that just need to go. Because it's too much on your plate. If you're not able to delegate, if you don't have the right kind of help around you, then that means something need to go. If you're constantly feeling stress, that is a signal that something, some thought needs attention. And that thought may be that you can't accept help because of blah, 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 whatever that may be. And then you're going to be missing self-care. So again, some of the things, some of, one of the things I do is I check into a hotel because I have a lot on my plate. I manage a lot of schedules. I manage a lot of other people's emotions and feelings and helping them manage that. And so often what I'll do is check into a hotel to decompress, to just kind of like fill myself back up. Uh, that isolation helps me because of the way that I'm wired. Everybody don't need that. But being an introvert, being um, what some people call an empath or a highly sensitive person, which gives me the skill set to help others, also requires sometimes isolation to fill myself back up. Another thing you might do is take a trip. Some people just never take vacations or they feel like if they can't take this expensive lavish luxury vacation and they can't go nowhere maybe the vacation doesn't have to be lavish and luxurious maybe you can just go to a neighboring state um something that they have there and visit and take a little break but ultimately when you're feeling that stress it's signaling that there's you're thinking something somewhere incorrectly about your self-care and you need to do something to care for yourself and the excuse that's in your mind somewhere that you can't do that has to be corrected and adjusted. You can do something to care for yourself, even if it's very, very, very minimal. 
another feeling you may have that signals there is a thought somewhere that needs some attention is anxiety or anxiousness. And that often means the thought that we may be thinking may have something to do with stability and security. Like you're missing stability somewhere. You don't feel stable. You don't feel secure. And that could be because of who you're in relationship with. Their actions, their choices, the things they do robs you of stability and security. So you never feel like you can feel like you're on stable ground, which will cause you to feel anxious because you're thinking things like, here we go again. They done did this and now we're going to lose this. Now I have to do this. Now I have to lie about this. Now I have to pretend about this. You know, living like that where the ground is always shaking, so to speak, will make you feel anxious. And when you deny that you feel that way, you never deal with the thought that is in your mind about what's happening, which could be attached to an unhealthy person or toxic relationship. So oftentimes, which could be another reason why we deny that we feel anxiety is because we don't want to change that relationship or that surrounding because that could mean ending a relationship or separation briefly or whatever, you know, it warrants. Um, But often that feeling that uh, where the feeling of anxiety or anxiousness is attached to certain thoughts about an unhealthy person or relationship um, means that we have to check our relationships and our environment. Like when we trace it back. And I know oftentimes people have trouble tracing their thoughts. And what I mean by tracing your thoughts is not just looking at the surface, but going deeper to the root, which is why counseling is um, often necessary for people who struggle with being able to do that. Um, but I would encourage you, like, ask Yah, like, Yah, help give me discernment to be able to trace my thoughts, to be able to get to the root of my thoughts. Because especially when it comes with anxiety, one of the things is that you have to check your relationships and your environment. Someone or something around you is unhealthy. Either you haven't set boundaries with this person or this thing, and you're with unsafe people or in an unsafe area or unsafe relationship. And by unsafe, I don't mean they're threatening your life with a gun. By unsafe, I mean the choices that they make are robbing you of your sanity to the point where you have anxiety, you don't have peace, you don't have rest, your hands are shaking, you feel like you're having heart murmurs, you feel like you're having heart palpitations, You're very tense. You're having spasms in your back. You're having headaches. That's all connected to anxiety. Those are all symptoms of anxiety, as well as some other health concerns too. But if you're with a person who jeopardizes your stability and your security, you're going to feel anxious. And if you deny that you feel that way, you never deal with the thoughts that you're having, which could show you where the problem resides. So again, 
when we have a feeling, we want to be very, very conscious to acknowledge it, especially if it's negative, so that we don't keep feeling it, but we can correct it or adjust it, which often means there's some correction or adjustment that needs to happen in our lives, personally or relationally. How's it going so far? In the midst of that toxic relationship you might be dealing with, whether it's your parent, spouse, coworker, family member, whoever it may be, is this podcast filling you up with strength and encouragement to face it with a healthier outlook? Do you want to show your support? If so, I just wanted to stop for a moment and remind you that you can support this free podcast when you order from my shop, send a gift, or become a monthly patron. Your support not only helps you, but others, including myself. So if you find value in my content and it helps you grow, please consider showing your support. Find the links in the episode description. Thanks so much for your consideration. Now back to the episode. Another feeling, common feeling that we have, common feeling that we have is overwhelm, overwhelm. And when we feel overwhelmed and we deny it, we often miss out on the fact that something we're thinking about support is misconstrued. Because overwhelm often springs from a lack of support, like we're missing support. And we're missing support because either we're not allowing people to support us or we're just in a situation where there is no one available to support us in the way that we need it. Like they just don't uh, possess the skill or ability or ruach to support us appropriately. If it's because we just don't know how to accept support, we have to learn to delegate. If it's because there's just nobody around us, we have to learn to cut some things from the load. But ultimately, we don't want to deny that we feel overwhelmed. Because when we deny that, we go on through life doing everything alone and by ourselves and taking on more than we should. Taking on weight that is unhealthy taking on burdens that don't necessarily always belong to us. But if we deny it, I'm good, I'm good, got it, God be the glory, I, God ain't gonna put more on me than, than I can take, you know? And just living this, living this dysfunctional way, living this deceived way, but constantly feeling overwhelmed. Are we going to feel overwhelmed sometimes? Yes, we are. But does that mean that it's not important to stop and assess why we feel overwhelmed so that we can correct it so that we're not always feeling overwhelmed? Yeah, we might want to answer that question. Because feeling overwhelmed is signaling that we are lacking support and we're missing support. And if we acknowledge that, then maybe we can make some new decisions about allowing healthy people to be in our life 
and releasing unhealthy people from our life who don't support, who only just suck us dry or drain us. Feeling resent. When we feel resent and we don't acknowledge it, we miss the opportunity to communicate our needs and we we rob others of the opportunity to repair something that may be broken. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm over it. Is this the past? Is this move? No, no, no. I'm, and you're not good. You're not over it. You have resent. You feel resent. A thought that that is often connected to that resent is that I am missing understanding or attention. I misunderstood and I didn't get the attention that I needed. But I'm going to deny that. I feel misunderstood and I feel like I'm not getting the attention that I needed and just say that I'm okay and just move forward even though I have this resentment in my heart, which is going to spring forth. It's going to bubble up, bubble over, and issues are going to come in your life and spread throughout your relationships with that. And we're going to just, people going to be like, what's wrong? Like, what's up? Why? Like, what is the problem? I don't know what is, I don't know what's the problem. Yah is not a liar. The word says it. That if you don't, when you don't keep your heart with diligence, all diligence, these types of issues flow out of it. But when you acknowledge that you feel resent, then you can communicate your specific needs or recognize when someone is only committed to misunderstanding you so you won't internalize their issue. That's what happens when we acknowledge that we feel that way. We can communicate what we need or recognize that this person is just committed to misunderstanding me. So I don't want to internalize their issue. That's not my issue. So now I don't have to feel resent. But when we deny it, we never give ourselves the opportunity to even correct what we feel. We just say we don't feel it which doesn't make it go away just because we say we don't feel it. It just goes away. No, no, no. Feelings don't work like that. Feelings have to be corrected. Feelings have to be told what to do. And they're told what to do by the way you talk back to yourself in your mind. Because again, a feeling is attached to a thought. So that means the thought has to be changed. This is why the word says to cast down vain imagination. Like anything that tries to rise up above y'all in your mind, cast it down. Because anything that rises up above that is going to make you feel negative emotion, right? So we cast it down so that Yah is above that and Yah is over that and what he says about the situation. But just saying you don't feel away doesn't make it go away. You have to do something about what you feel, which is often changing your mind about what you're thinking which you can't change your mind until you acknowledge that you're thinking it. I'm thinking this way. This is how I'm going to handle this thought. This is what I'm going to do different. This is the truth in that. This is the lie in that. What kind of love is this podcast? I mean, every episode is about that. It's about exposing lies about love. And often those lies have something to do with us believing something in our mind that we never acknowledge is a lie and we think it'll just go away because we don't you know we don't accept it but in denying it you are accepting it isn't that crazy you see how that works in denying it you're accepting it 
but you think you're denying it, but you're not. You're actually accepting it because you won't acknowledge it so you can correct it. Do you feel the need to talk through something? You don't necessarily need counseling or even in-depth coaching for that matter. You just need the listening support of someone with a trained ear. Consider private e-coach-me live chat sessions. Truth Tribe patrons get this absolutely free as a thank you for supporting my content as a Truth Tribe patron. According to your tier, you get up to four e-coach-me live chat sessions a week. Again, at no cost for being a level two and up patron. Level two gets one session a week. Level 2.1 and up gets one to four live chat sessions a week. And you can spread them out as you wish when you book. If you're looking for support regarding any non-urgent issue from someone with a trained ear, you can utilize this live chat support option on a weekly basis, absolutely free as a Truth Tribe patron perk. Use the link in the description for more information. A final example is feeling mistrust. When we feel mistrust, it usually signals that we're having some negative thoughts about honesty or loyalty regarding another person. When we deny it, we rob ourselves of the opportunity to confront their lies and look for true repentance or accept that you may have to release them from your life. But when we acknowledge it, that we feel mistrust, which means I feel, you know, there's a thought somewhere that I'm missing honesty or loyalty. Something happened that I'm ruminating on or I'm thinking on about a situation that I maybe I'm not necessarily dealing with. I didn't bring it up to the person. I didn't even tell them that I know they lying that I feel like they lying, that I found out that they lied. We just, we don't even have the opportunity. But when we acknowledge the feeling of mistrust, we can confront the person and say, hey, you know, I know that you said that, you know, this is not what happened, but I actually found out that this is what happened here. You know, I just, can you help me understand Am I seeing something wrong? And then that's their opportunity to repent, which doesn't mean just say sorry, but I confess that I sinned against you. I did do that. This is how I want to fix it. And this is how I'm going to correct it moving forward so that I don't do that again. If they don't do that, then that's an opportunity for you to accept that you might have to release them from your life because you constantly feeling mistrust robs you of honesty and loyalty in the relationship and you're going to constantly replay thoughts in your mind which are going to get into your heart and then you're going to just be in this thought feeling loop thought feeling thought feeling thought feeling loop that is going to be pretty hard to correct because the person is not trustworthy so you feeling mistrust 
and trying to correct that so that you can feel honesty and loyalty it's kind of going to be a little hard in that relationship if they are just they're not trustworthy and you've confronted them about it but when we feel mistrust and we deny it i don't know no it's fine no i no i trust i trust i trust them no it's totally fine when you know that you don't you know that you don't you're robbing yourself from the opportunity to repair this relationship, to actually make it healthy, to make it one of honesty and loyalty. Feeling mistrust means you're missing honesty or loyalty somewhere, um, most likely. And, you know, maybe they didn't lie. Maybe they are trust trustworthy. But if you're feeling that way, and you deny it, you can never give the opportunity, give the relationship an opportunity to confirm whether that's true or not, or that some things need to change. We don't want to just feel mistrust and deny it. If the person is trustworthy and loyal, and it's just we have some issue, some unresolved hurt somewhere that makes us, makes it hard for us to trust people, then in acknowledging it, we can get some healing in that area so we don't walk around thinking everybody's lying and, you know, not worthy of trust or not honest or loyal. All in all, feelings are important signals. Feelings have been given to us for a reason. They're not invalid. Listen, I know someone may have told you your feelings are fickle. Your feelings are faulty. Your feelings are frail. And some of them are. Yet feelings can also signal that something really needs our attention. And we don't want to deny signals or else our heart ends up pumping out unresolved issues all over the place all over our life and relationships unresolved issues showing up in the form of depression anxiety mistrust arguments strife division just throw up everywhere in a form of emotional turmoil and We can't keep our heart with all diligence like Mishlai or Proverbs 4.23 instructs. So let's keep our hearts instead. Because after all, what kind of love influences you to discard your heart when Yah says to keep it with all diligence? Remember, Love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. I'm Zara Hairston, sending you the comfort of truth. Do you need more individualized support to identify, overcome, and prevent toxic attachments? Your need and my expertise might just be a match. Go to ZaraHairston.com slash coach me to find out. Yeah, bless. Thanks for enjoying this podcast. 